Section 6 of The Dial, Number 1, edited by Charles Shannon and Charles Ricketts. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rob Marland. Notes by R. Savage. Any mention of the quiet failure of the Théâtre Libre in london would interfere with an article on monsieur antoine and his theatre shortly to appear the accurissement of the audiences was comic to behold the expressions of awkward ennui of mistrust spoke the complete lack of sympathy they felt with the aims of this earnest and original movement as i write the exposition des vins in brussels is still open but it shuts before this will be seen imagine a collection of such varied works as those of messieurs paul dubois benard fremier rupp rodin pissarro such variety of aims and modes of expression in one english exhibition imagine such appreciative catholicity to make it possible sufficient reverence for the conscious aims of different artists to make a combination so free from the narrowness of cliques the bigoted aims of those whose privilege it is for the time being to guard the door the success of mr stott's exhibition in paris caused no small surprise and it is but just to add that the artist stood the test bravely if scarcely a thinker or large in his sympathies he displayed an earnest and manful wish to show what he feels and escaped certain square-brush mannerisms so dear to some of our younger realists it is unnecessary to say anything of mr seymour hayden one of those rare artists appreciated alike by his own cloth and the public i would speak of mr strang destined to great things one of those artists sufficiently out of date to keep his aims and his method in harmony and under control if he is greatly indebted to le gros he has not for the rest stooped to employ the technical means which are public property but has shown a wide sympathy with the rarer masters with holbein with rembrandt with durer with millet monsieur degas does not himself exhibit this year at the new english art club and monsieur jacques blanche is all but absent there are two brilliant studies by sargent that varied and undulating artist and exquisitenesses by mr whistler although monsieur claude monet's exhibition proved a shilling trap à bêtise pour les bourgeois it was a breath of fresh air turning into snuff and treacle the pictures in the next room i will not press the point that monet's work is not so original as some english artists appear to think but accede to the entreaty of the catalogue not to criticise the pictures too hastily as they are so new in the salon monsieur roll is bravely to the fore 
it is curious to note the incapacity of the english to grasp the note this artist has struck to follow his variety of subject the genuine manliness that characterises everything he's laid his hand to that variety of aim enabling him to paint such deeply moving poems as his war his work and like a real master strengthen these works with vivid studies of the poetry of a back in sunlight of living portraits standing in full light and atmosphere i suppose these debar him according to our english notions from ever being a poet and a poet in the highest sense madame Caza makes her appearance again it is unnecessary to add that her picture is full of that charm that perfume so delightful so rare monsieur benard once again shocks the public with the best picture in the salon a radiant piece of colour of which it is difficult to convey an idea with our deeply rooted conviction that good colour must be brown this artist has for some time been startling the honest salon walls with pictures full of a poetry of vision to be found elsewhere only in turner besides the distinct eblouissement one feels before his canvases the visible melody they emit he has the exceptional gift of understanding that something rare that floats round a face that something da vinci and botticelli understood i do not mean each work of his contains all these qualities as well as the distinct and almost literary imagination he has displayed in larger works that would actually destroy the oneness of each picture which is his greatest trait and enables him frankly to vary himself and be genuine each time la sirene is not valuable as a piece of literature has nothing to do with the moral tract a modern woman near some water it is frankly visual and yet possesses that poetry of vision the painter's poetry par excellence to such a degree that the impression left is a deeply moving one monsieur darien bouveret has won the medaille d'honneur and few artists have better deserved it admirable in every detail his quiet picture delights the art world after lepage as j breton delighted after millet pages might be written to describe its excellent qualities yet like all his works this picture will not push art one step towards its future it belongs simply to its time and the past monsieur falgier's juno though very graceful is hardly worthy of him it remains a sweet piece of colour and true painter's drawing drawn with the brush one cannot praise too highly Uda's triptych with its solemn homeliness and holiness the bevy of children tumbling about like bees on the side wing is very charming but the whole work is a little too small for the artist's touch which tells to greater advantage in larger works the central panel is beyond praise monsieur raffaelli's picture has the strange and piquant aroma that belongs to so much of his work the same thing may be said of monsieur harry renan's 
subtle contribution tis hard not to experience a slight feeling of disappointment before monsieur falgier's statue and yet how to express that disappointment when all he does displays such temperament has monsieur fremier improved his joan of arc the original statue made such a deep impression on me that i can scarcely feel grateful for any alteration the rumour of monsieur albert wolf's influence in the matter is almost an excuse for my sense of irritation it is a thing to be deeply thankful for that we are not blessed with a monsieur albert wolf monsieur dubois's joan of arc is very interesting i feel great difficulty to follow his ideal of the heroine in this naive and strange little woman with her face like monsieur dubois's exquisite faith my objection i know is outside the question as the statue is after all monsieur dubois i feel a slight sense of complication about it and quite outside the superior originality of monsieur fremier's design much prefer its energetic sense of oneness the more ardent and square-jawed heroine madame benard sends one of the sweetest things in the salon full of delicate things in modelling a new technical method infallibly contains to the average artist the secret which belongs to the admired past and it is almost impossible to appear sincere in appreciating work quite obviously without this ease this freedom which is the last phase of artistic development monsieur christophe has no learnt graces he is in fact a little dry yet his statue kills the realistic knees and feet the liquid workmanship that surrounds him the poetry of conception the genuinely manly poetry is striking his statue arrests you with its dramatic enigma with its original and forcible lines it throbs with intention and the impress of a human mind all this the artist has done with a very old myth and besides the technical side in defiance of the newest theories that modern clothes alone give value to a work the work is nothing if not modern. R. Savage End of section 6